Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. I'm Justin Bull in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. Chicago has a heavy metal problem. There are more lead water pipes in our city than in any city in America. The Chicago Tribune tested a few thousand homes in 2018 and found that nearly 70 percent of them had lead in the water. Senator Tammy Duckworth has said Illinois may have as much as one quarter of all lead service pipes in the entire country. And this won't come as a surprise, but lead is bad for you. In adults, exposure can lead to high blood pressure, soft tissue damage, brain damage, a host of cardiac issues. But in children, it's even worse. Exposure can slow development, lead to problems in hearing, speech, and even damage to the nervous system. Chicago's many lead pipes are a problem that has existed over many years and many mayoral administrations. So will this time be any different? Here to tell us about how we got here and whether or not our new mayor can find a solution is Monica Eng. She's a reporter for Axios Chicago, and she's been covering this beat for over a decade. Monica, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Justin. So, as I mentioned, Chicago has more lead water pipes than any other city in the country. I just want to start by asking you, how did that happen? It happened because our uh, plumbers union had a very powerful friend in City Hall named Richard J. Daly. Uh, His childhood friend, Stephen Bailey, became the head of the plumbers union, very powerful guy in the CFL. And they basically wrote the building code, a building code that said Chicagoans had to install, mandatorily had to install lead pipes in their homes until 1986 when the feds banned it across the country. Mm. And so that's left us with nearly 400,000 lead lines. Um, Those would be in single-family homes and in two flats and um, some three flats. Okay. So to that point that you're making there, the water supply is not the issue here. No. It's the service line, which is maybe the 20-foot pipe running underneath your front sidewalk connecting your apartment or your house to the main water line running under the street. Is that correct? That's correct. According to the water department, the water that comes out of the filtration facilities is fine and dandy. It gets contaminated on its way to your uh, to your faucet. Mm. So how does somebody go about finding out if they have a lead service line? If your home was built before 1986 and it is a three flat or smaller, you most likely have a lead service line. Very few people have coughed up the sixteen dollars to $25,000 to get it replaced. Mm. And the city has not done a very good job of it either. I was going to ask, yeah, sixteen dollars to $25,000 is how much it would cost to repair uh, to replace a red Yeah, ser- which is crazy because that's five times more than the average cost than, say, uh, Detroit uh, pays for each water line replacement or uh, Gary, Indiana. And I've asked the city a million times, why is it so much more expensive here? And they say, well, you know, like really complex infrastructure underground. But the experts I've talked to have said that really does not um, explain a five-fold increase in the cost. So you're saying that... Pretty much everybody who has an apartment or a house built before 86 probably has a lead service line. That's correct. I was going to ask, are you more or less likely to have a service line if you're in an apartment or a house? Or are are there any reasons why you, you wouldn't have it? 
besides perhaps the obvious there that that you forked over the money to to replace it. Right. There, the only reason you wouldn't have it is if you violated building code because it was mandatory. Everyone had to install them decades and decades after we knew it was totally dangerous and many other cities had already started banning it. In the 20s, people were banning them uh, for health reasons. Wow. So what is the city's current recommendation for households that are dealing with this problem, which sounds like many of them, um, on both a short-term basis and then also a longer-term basis? Well, if you go to the Department of Water Management site, which I know everyone does Mm -hmm, every day, mm -hmm. it says that everyone who has a lead line, and again, that's about 400,000 households in the city, needs to be running their water for five minutes straight, flushing those taps if they haven't used the water for about eight hours. So when you come home after work or when you wake up in the morning. But I talk to people and no matter how many stories I do about this, they're like, what? Wait, who says? And, you know, the water department said, well, we have it right there on our site. That sounds incredibly wasteful. It it wastes, you know, millions and millions of gallons a day if people followed it. So then the other thing is they say you should be um, filtering your water. There are very specific uh processes that are for filtering out heavy metals. Your average Brita won't do that. So you need to make sure you've bought something that will filter it out. So in our household, we run it for five minutes in the morning, we'll do laundry or take showers or, you know, water the lawn or something. And then we filter all the water we're going to consume. The other thing is you could, you know, fork over that big cash to get your lead service line replaced. But as I mentioned, it's very, very expensive. Okay. So you're basically saying that the short-term solution here is to uh, get some sort of filtration device installed in your house or like a a pitcher Mm -hmm. that specifically handles lead. So that kind of gets to the the larger scale and longer-term solutions here. We've got all these old buildings all these lead pipes in our home, pipes required by the city up until 1986. Ideally, it sounds like uh, the city or the state or the federal government would pay to replace all these lead service lines. Um, But it's taken a very long time to see any actions on this. So what what is the holdup? Well, the holdup is that for years, uh, Daily, Emanuel, they would always tell the scientists and the journalists, frankly, ah, baloney, it's fine, everything's fine. You know, we've done these tests that the um, the feds make us do that makes them test just 50 homes every three years to see if, if this is a problem. And everything looks fine to us. But then when you do these voluntary tests, you find two-thirds of people have lead in their water and one-third have more than would be allowed in bottled water. So the solution is um, the, the the feds and and uh, the state are, are forking over money for the removal. But the strange thing is, even though Lori Lightfoot said in 2020 that she had a plan to start removing at least 600 lines a year, which is a drop in the bucket when you look at 400,000 lines, they've uh, removed at last count 280 over two years. 280. 280, even though they get $15 million a year in federal block grants to do it. And they got $4 million just to do daycares. And then there was there was another $2 billion uh, during COVID that they could have used. And now we're getting $230 million just this year from uh, Joe Biden's big infrastructure federal grant to do it. And so um, 
I'd like to see the city do a lot better because, I mean, it's not for lack of cash. They have not even gone anywhere near spending the $15 million that they got the first year because they're just so slow in removing these. Right. I guess the question there is just is why? Like they've got this money. Is is there no political will to actually use it or is it just a bureaucracy? Justin, it's a great question, and it's one I've been asking the Department of Water Management for years. Why is it taking you so long? You can't say it's for lack of money anymore. And they say, well, the last time I asked him was about a year ago. A year ago, they said, well, we do, we haven't hired a contractor to remove them yet. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What have you been doing? And then with this equity program where they've got $15 million a year, they said, well, no one is really applying. We haven't gotten any successful applications. And I said, well, do you think it might have something to do with... First of all, you have to show that your income meets the needs. Then you have to show that you have high lead, not once, but twice. After I bugged the city on that, they finally said, okay, you're right. Now, if there are kids in the home and they've upped the uh, the income requirements, it can be up to $75,000 a year for, I believe, a family. Um, we'll, we'll give you this free lead line replacement that they have the $15 million a year for. But still, it's just been a tiny handful who've gotten through this very complicated application process to get these free ones. Everybody else, if they want to get them removed, they've got to pay themselves. Would you put that on mayoral administrations, considering that, as you mentioned here, there is money that they have available? So is it a a matter of the Lightfoot administration, the Emanuel administration, not choosing to use that money? I'll, I'll give Lori Lightfoot this credit. She was the first one to say, yeah, it's a problem and we need to put together a plan to fix it. But I just don't get why they made the system and the application process so hard for people to access those equity line removals. And so, yeah, in part, I would put it on her and I would put it on the the last two water commissioners and say, why, why didn't you hire that contractor sooner? And why are you still making it so hard for people to get these lines removed? And why did you say you're going to remove 600 a year and in three, almost three years, you removed 280? There was a new uh, law that was passed in Illinois in 2021 that basically said every municipality in Illinois has to come up with a plan to remove their lead lines by 2027. Doesn't mean they can't use some of that money in the meantime or the 15 million in block grants, but they have till 2024 to do an inventory and then till 2027 to come up with a comprehensive plan and to start removing 2% of lead lines a year. Um, that would be about 8,000 a year. So you mentioned 2024 there. There's some requirements. Um, yeah, an inventory. They, they need to like have an inventory of all the lead lines. Right. So that gets us to this uh, next mayoral administration. So let's talk about Mayor-elect Brenda Johnson. What's his take been on all of this? Well, when I asked him about it in a forum that Axios did at the hideout with all the um, the mayoral candidates, he said he was very serious about this. He said he also wanted to restart the Department of the Environment, which would ostensibly be writing herd on this. And he said um, in his platform that he would secure every federal dollar to efficiently and quickly remove lead lines. Um, I'm counting on him to do that. But I do also remember a candidate named Lori Lightfoot who told <laughs> me the exact same thing four years ago. 
Right. So are there going to be anything uh, besides perhaps broken promises that are going to stand in his way to get that replacement work done? Well, I'm really hoping not. I'm hoping that that it's a new day and and with someone who, you know, you can say the buck stops here when it comes to environmental issues. If if he actually does create a department of the environment and have a commissioner, then maybe there will be more accountability. And you know, with with all this money flowing in from uh, Joe Biden's infrastructure act, you would hope that that would start greasing the wheels. Um, I'm also going to be watching very closely to see if the Chicago Plumbers Union, the the organization that lobbied to keep lead in our homes for decades because it was lucrative to them because they were the only ones licensed to handle lead, if they end up getting a huge windfall from all these federal dollars. So we, you know, they, they get tons of money going in, installing them, and then tons of money in removing them. That will be a, a bit of a travesty in my mind. I know it's not the same cast of characters because many of those guys are dead now. But I mean, come on, they should at least own up. You know, the, the facts are there, the records are there. They're the ones who lobbied to keep lead in our homes mandatorily. And the idea that they would get rich off of the removal is kind of aggravating. I mentioned some of the potential health costs to lead exposure earlier. Is there anything else that I was missing there? Well, I'm, I'm not sure if you got to, um, you know, impulsivity. When I talk to health experts, they say, oh, you know what? A lot of people can write that off. Oh, those kids, they come from a poor area. Of course, they're going to be violent and impulsive. And, and a lot of these things that are connected with lead, people will just say, oh, no, it's not the lead. It's, it's, it's something else. It's, it's, it's bad parenting. But, I mean, a lot of the problems we're seeing in Chicago with people who have learning disabilities, impulsivity, violent behavior, those are sometimes also connected to lead exposure. So it's not good all around. And, and because it's not an acute thing where, oh, you have a sip of water and suddenly you flip out, people say, oh, we can sweep it under the rug. But it's there, and it has had an effect on our society. So, Monica, what is this saying that in 2023, in the city of Chicago, we can't get this done? Again, a great question, because Grand Rapids, Madison, Milwaukee, Gary, Detroit, they are all aeons ahead of us on this issue. And I think it may have something to do with, you know, so many mayors who were invested in saying this isn't a problem. And we were just at our first this this last mayorship of someone who finally acknowledged it. But I mean, I'm really hoping that with a new administration and new federal dollars, this will be a new day in removing lead lines from our city that at this current count has the most of any city in America. Monica Ang is a reporter for Axios Chicago. She also co-writes their excellent Chicago newsletter. Do yourself a favor and sign up for that at axios.com slash Chicago. Monica, thank you again for being here and for following the story for so many years. Thank you, Justin. And let's hope this is the administration that really gets the ball rolling on removing these things. You can order a free lead water test from the city for your home or apartment by calling 311 or by visiting 311chicago.gov. To learn more about city programs for replacing lead service lines, visit leadsafechicago.org. 
And that's it for today. The Rundown is produced by me and Sarah Stark. Ariel Van Cleve edited the show. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. I'm Justin Bull. Thanks for listening.